Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Root and Roots show on blogtalkradio.com. Now here's your host, Greg Rashid, bringing you the best in music, information, and history. Never taught by the 
enemy and it won't be The real power is always the entity you don't see Subconsciously Planet in your head is where it wants to be Thousands of media powers owned by three companies 85% of the whole planet in darkness Spend millions on sports teams while the homeless are starving Nobody wants to protest, rally a picket But it's a line around the corner for them concert tickets Soldiers dying every day, you keep sending them out I want to send 5,000 killers to Zimmerman's house The Rockefellers in the Bush family in the same box, G Henry Ford, all of them supported the Nazis Members of the Tea Party still telling black jokes You wearing the clothes, but the designer hates black folks Reporters want to get dirt, sound bites and excerpts CNN must mean corrupt news network Lost every dime you had, riding with the wrong stock Made in USA is dead, China got it on lock Lost your 401k and all the paper you was holding Cause you invested in something somebody else was controlling They make it go up or down, rise high, fall deep The market's manipulated by people on Wall Street Talk about the Middle East like America's errorless University campus and movie theater terrorists Too devilish temperament, the government is infamous Ask them what they do to Guantanamo Bay prisoners They dominate the airwaves and lie to the listeners Presenting false information intended to condition us The black man's thinking since slavery is the evidence Most don't understand what the Willie Lynch let them in Centuries of self-hating divisions of blacks Now they twist the difference between racism and fact We read the Declaration of Independence with blinders There were nine Freemasons among the 56 signers In 1870, along came the Shriners A higher order of masonry with a secret behind them The sword on the logo, it speaks for itself Meaning anyone who tells the secret is put to death Who is Hiram Abyss? What's his true identity? The devil's agenda be to kill us mentally continually The wolf in sheep's clothing who fabricated divinity The enemy who murders through lies, science and chemistry Trickery and industry For power they forever plot You went to war to fight for a freedom that you never got Dirty chess moves executed by the hidden hand Now they plotting on a way to go to war with Iran Same game, used again Same wicked methods born Just like Paul Wolfowitz had done before a desert storm The government is broke They can't cater to your needs Planned Parenthood persuading to kill you suit your seeds The school system misleads They money hungry savage vultures If you chase the greed You better get you one in agriculture Now it's questions in the music Are you in that other mix? Why the hell you covering your eyes And throwing up the six? Did you give your soul away? A price that you cannot afford Did you take from Satan What you could have got from the Lord? God is DNA Baffling it might seem His existence is rooted in the number 19 his origin comes from where the mathematics say it's from D the fourth letter, N is 14 and A is 1 Who prevailed in the end, the divine or the evil This war that's going on is for the minds of the people Calamities keep increasing, world confusion bound and deep And nobody can take control of their surroundings if they sleep in. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you Left side, right side, over you and under you You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you Right there in front of you Left side, right side Over you and under you You don't see it But it's right there in front of you
then there was K Rhino out of Houston, a hip hopper, who's got a he's got a number of CDs out. Um, but that one was Hidden Agenda, and I played that because if you listen to the lyrics very carefully, and I would suggest checking that out, going online, buying the CD, uh, Grand uh, Deception, that's the name of it, but he's got so many out there. But that particular cut was Hidden Agenda, and I played that because my guest, who I'm honored to have on, I believe he's on the line now, is, you know, is calling from um, another country, and... People really like it when he's on the air here, and I'm talking about the host of the excellent show that's on the Internet, The World Beyond Belief, and I'm talking about Paul Marco. Are you there, Paul? Yeah, I'm here, Greg. Glad to All be right. here. I'm glad to have you on, and I didn't realize that um, I was thinking you had just come on, but you haven't been on since October, so we're overdue to just talk. Yeah, every we time always I... have good chats. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. And every time I have you on, people just like, you know, they ask me questions after the fact. It's like, well, he's on the air, and you can call in now if you're listening live, obviously, at 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315. And I'm talking with the wonderful Paul Marco, and he hosts the great show, The World Beyond Belief. And if you haven't heard that show, I suggest you check it out. You really check that out. And I want to say again, because I think my mic was off at the beginning of the program, but you're listening to the Root and Root Show, and I'm your host, Greg Rashid. And if you're not listening live, you're probably listening later on on iTunes or on KUHS Radio and Television in Denver, Colorado. But right now, if you're listening live, you have the opportunity to talk to Paul Marco. And, Paul, the first thing I want to ask you is um, tell the listeners a little There are some folks who don't know who you are. So tell them your background so you can get an idea who you are and also talk a little bit about the show, and then we'll get into the meat of the program. Okay. Well, uh, as as, uh, Greg said, I do a show called World Beyond Belief, and we try to do one a week. It's either an interview or a talk that I give, and uh, people find it interesting. We keep getting more and more subscribers. Uh, Before that, I was a... uh, I was a psychologist. I was a an organizational psychologist, and I worked for many of these big uh, companies that are giving us a headache right now. Um, so I've stopped doing that, and I'm doing uh, full-time World Beyond Belief, and we have a great uh, blog that uh, both my wife and I have been working on a lot lately. Um, it's called pineconeutopia.wordpress.com and if you go there uh, we're trying to uh, as we see things as we are interested in things uh, break through things we generally put them on there so you can kind of keep up with us and see where our mind is going and we love it if you make contact with us and send us ideas and stuff because we're all going through this together, you know, we're all trying to learn together, and uh, nobody's perfect. That's it. That's so that's thing. us. You know, okay. and, and Paul and his, uh, his significant other, uh, who is not there, is she doing well, by the way? Is everything all right? She's doing fine. She's uh, She's gone to visit her father, who's, uh, it's his 90th birthday, and uh, actually he's doing much better since she's there. So, All right, uh, that's great. So that's good news. Yeah. And yeah, let people know where you are right now, Paul. 
we're in I live in Ecuador, and I don't live in Ecuador because I'm uh, I'm um, it's my favorite place, or I hate the United States, or anything like that. It's a, it's a simple matter of economics. Because um, I've had I can people here. ask me. Go ahead. Yeah, I've had people ask me. I guess he's down there because he doesn't like the country, the U.S. or something. That's why he moved there. So I'd never asked you, you know, why you were there. It's economics, actually. The, what we're going through is a worldwide thing, and. Uh, what you get in the United States may be different than we get down here, but it's all related to the same. It's the same group of criminals that are trying to, uh, uh, you know, um, take us all over and make us all slaves. So it's it's not a matter of escaping anything by leaving the United States because you don't escape anything. Um, you might buy a little time, but it's a matter of... Uh, Standing up and trying to wake people up and get people motivated because we're in an amazing time in the history of the human species. We're in the Grand Awakening, and it's just a race between the Grand Awakening and them shutting the lid on our uh, on our freedoms. So uh, it's interesting, it's exciting, and uh, we're trying to do what we can to uh, keep people abreast of what they're going. The same as you're doing. Right now with your show, Greg. And uh, I thank you for that, and you do so much. And, I, you know, the thing is, Paul, you know, there are some folks out there saying, well, you know, Paul is saying that there's really nowhere to go, because I've seen a lot of folks on social media saying, in particular, if Donald Trump becomes president of the United States, that they're leaving the country, that they got their passport and they're out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good they've got a passport. Um, <laughs> that's, good. that's good. But what you're saying, it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter because of the No, and it doesn't be. really, no, and it also doesn't matter who's going to become president. They're all going and to be controlled by that. the same cabal. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, he could, he can have, uh, he can be a socialist, he can be an entrepreneur, he can be a black man, he can be a woman. Well, she can be a woman. But they're going to be working for the same people that Barack uh, insane Obama is. And, uh, now, so there are some folks gonna... out there are saying right now, but, you know, but you got in this running right now a guy who's a socialist. Now, I know he would yeah. change things, and we're talking about Bernie Sanders. And what yeah. do you say to folks Bernie... like that who say that? Well, if if he wasn't, look, they're... The whole control system is about ready to snap the lid down. And uh, they certainly have had control, total control, over every president since I've been alive. And you have the illusion of choice. Uh, And actually, you, you have a really narrow illusion of choice because all the candidates you're allowed to choose from are always their guys. So if you've got a socialist there, oh, they want to go towards socialism and communism. That's that's part of the, the New World Order agenda. Yeah, they they really want to move toward that. But they're they're diff, different faces on the same uh, government. You're just gonna if you want a, an old Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. How old is he anyway? I mean, I I don't even think I would vote for him because 74? he's so old. Yeah, seventy-two or seventy-four. Yeah, I think so. 
have to check that. I think it's 72. 72 is not that bad, I guess. Uh, no. I guess Hillary's 71. I don't know. Um, or or 70. I, I don't know, but I, honestly, they won't allow someone to get into office or get into a powerful position anywhere in the world. I mean, you can go to any country. You can go to, uh, I don't know, Belgium, Luxembourg, uh, any insignificant uh, little blemish of a country, and uh, whoever's in charge, whoever's running it, has to be in lockstep with the cabal right now. And certainly uh, the most powerful position in the most powerful country right now uh, in the world is certainly not going to be up for grabs. I mean, there was a member of the of the parliament that once uh, said if elections changed anything, they'd outlaw them. And I've heard that even before <laughs> he said it. So, now, that's, um, so it just – go ahead. Right. You know, by the way, I just looked at it. He's 74 years old, Bernie Sanders. But um, – you know, there's some folks out there that are saying, okay, you're saying everyone is um, being controlled by the same cabal, no matter what country it is. Now, and I'm playing devil's advocate when I ask these questions because, you know, you and I agree on I know, a lot of I things. know you are. I know you are. Yeah. But there are people out there who ask me these things after you come on. They don't get on the air. They want to talk to me after the fact. But yeah, I know okay. there's someone out there saying right now, well, you well, you have places in this world like that are controlled by ISIS, that are controlled by, you know, certain governments, uh, Islamic governments that are against the U.S. And what do you say to folks like that? Well, well, uh, what I'd say to folks like that is they need to start doing research. They need to turn off the TV and start doing research. It's been known, actually, about nine or ten months ago, we made a video exposing ISIS as being a creation of NATO, the United States, Saudi Arabia, I'm trying to think of the countries, uh, United Emirates. Emirates. Uh, I think Qatar. Yeah, it's a creation, it's a creation yeah. of the United States. So there's no, there's no independent bunch of beheading maniacs out there. Uh, it just couldn't happen. I mean, we have... All the all the uh, intelligence agencies coordinate together. Mossad, uh, the KGB, CIA. Now they have infighting. You know, they want to get this and they want to get that because it's like Game of Thrones at that level. But right. they're all working toward the same end goal, and this end goal is the New World Order that uh, the Great Awakening is going to stop from happening. But uh, yeah, ISIS. ISIS is a creation of the NATO powers. Uh, Obama has already admitted funding it. The, the Muslim Brotherhood, his brother is the financial uh, person, uh, The uh, probably the, the, what are they called, the SFO, uh, OSF, I don't know, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've been in organizations, but right. yeah, they all, they're all, yeah. it's all, it's, yeah, it's all through yeah, it would be the CFO. Yeah, they're good. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, no, there's there's no outliers. I mean, even even uh, Putin is uh, controlled by the cabal. Now, they do have infighting, and if one can knock the other one off or get a superior position, you know, it, it's not a harmonious, loving group because they're all. Um, Oh, it's it's a 
group of thieves. They're all criminals. So certainly they're all going to try to get themselves on the top of the heap. But they're all working together. So so there's uh, so back to back to the original election thing. So you have candidates that are vetted and approved by the by the organization by the by the control system, and uh, one of one of them will, will win. Uh, I have my, I have my idea who think uh, who I think it'll be, but it really doesn't doesn't even matter. Now, if we go back to the previous, who election, do you, who do you think it will be? I'm curious. You know, who do you think? Do you think oh, I think it'll be Hillary. Yeah, just because of just because of things that I've heard about uh, this time in history. But I mean, she how can she survive all of these scandals? My heaven, for heaven's sake, the Oregon she's in the middle of the Oregon uh, standoff because she was the one. Her and the Clinton Foundation bargained with Russia to give those lands over to Russian. Um, Mining companies, so that they could mine uranium and then sell it back to the United States. So, and then the the uh, the email scandals, the Benghazi. I mean, I don't know how she, even her husband. I mean, even being married to Bill, I don't even know how that wouldn't disqualify you from everything. But if you but go back to that, the yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, but despite that, she is, you know, the leading, you know. Supposedly the leading candidate, although actually Bernie Sanders is the one in the lead right now. Well, it, 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 the the polls are all controlled. Right. Uh, the Rand Corporation and Tavistock have controlled the polls ever since they came out. So you, we really can't tell from the polls. Um, Bernie Sanders, I, you know, it, it, it really doesn't matter. I, I was going to go back and, and give an example of the last time, the first time uh, Barack Obama was running for president. They wanted to make him president and uh, get him in office, but it was very difficult because even though Bush, uh, the, the Bush the Younger, had been, oh, my God, a horrible president. He got us into wars. He... Um, I mean, you don't have to examine his presidency very, very closely to realize that he was absolutely, totally un-American values. He, he set up Guantanamo Bay. I mean, he he was a horrible president, and the person that they had running against Barack Obama was uh, McCain. Now, McCain said publicly he would continue all the policies of of Bush, but apparently that wasn't even good enough. Uh, they had, they said, well, he has cancer too. So we'll try right, to get you to people don't realize that. he yeah. has cancer. But, but, but that wasn't enough. They gave him Sarah Palin, and Sarah Palin certainly was uh, uh, not the brightest uh, knife in the cutlery set, and it didn't take much to see through her. So you've got this old guy with cancer who promises more of the miserable same that we've had running with this woman. She, I think she's gorgeous, but I also don't think that she's really got the uh, got a lot of horsepower there. But uh, to run against She's her, liked by a lot of this, people, you know. A lot yeah, of oh, I, like I, I, I like her. I think she's gorgeous. But uh, to run against Barack Obama, now Barack is, Fresh and clean, and he's out of the, 
He's a he's a real worker for the people, and he's a black man, and we really need a black man in there. So they really they really set the scales for who was going to win that contest. They real they really did, and they'll do the same thing for this. Uh, if they if they bother, see that you you even have electronic voting up there, and it's never monitored by any any right. outside entity. It's just whatever the computer shows and and in the last election there were incidents of you know you're selecting one candidate and it goes to the other one so so i think that that the presidential election is uh is not worth your time uh and also i yeah, think i know there's some folks are hearing that and saying well it has to be worth our time because without you know we don't vote then anyone will be in there and then we will have chaos or something what you know well, if you don't vote, they're going to realize that you realize that the whole thing is a sham, and they're going to they're going to wake up and realize that they can't puppet you into voting. And I honestly, I think voting is a lot more dangerous than just you know going in there and pulling a lever. I think there's a lot of there's a lot to it because you know the control system uses a lot of different a lot of different techniques, and they and they use. Uh, they use rituals to gain power. They use uh, all kinds of things. And uh, when you're supporting them, when you're going to the polls and you're voting for something, I'm not sure that doesn't um, align you with that person in in some kind of way. There was a couple there a couple of weeks ago. I don't know whether you saw. I made a video. It was a world beyond belief on. Uh, it was called the voting ritual, and uh, in the voting ritual, I, I quoted. I started off by quoting David Icke, and David Icke says, uh, "Voting is like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, it might be an aesthetically right. great thing to do, but and as you're, you're, you're talking about voting, you are talking mostly because I always tell folks you have to vote, especially in local elections. Yeah." Those are key. I agree with you. Those I, are key. I agree with you, but you but you really have to know that person and be willing to be right. responsible for what they would do. Uh, and for running for office would be fine in a local election. Uh, unfortunately, you're putting yourself in a position where, if you continue your career in politics, you're either going to become very frustrated or you're going to become very corrupted. Because when you get to the the level of uh, you know, the executive branch or even the Senate or Congress, you pretty much have to dance to the tune or you can be, uh, you know, you'll be severely compromised. And they do it in a lot of different ways. You can remember Sonny Bono. Uh, right. They took him out on the ski slopes. Now I think they mostly use uh, blackmail, mostly probably connected with pedophilia in my research. Yeah, this is a story in itself, but, you know, and I, I think I mentioned this to you before, and some of the listeners know, but I did run for city council in Denver a number of years Great. ago. And, right, as far as the whole thing that, as you, I didn't win, but you see that people who aren't even in your district are trying to get you to do things, and you're beholden to them. Right. And it's a and this is something that a lot of folks don't realize that the people who actually control 
some districts in this country. You know, if you're in a even city council, city council elections or a school board election, the people that are making the decisions aren't so much the voters at times, but it's the people who are controlling who right. they want in there mm-hmm. to the expense that they will do. And I didn't have blackmail on me, but I can tell you that I did have a reporter for the Rocky Mountain News back then call me up and say that he was happy. He he wanted me to, to know that he was happy he didn't find any dirt on me, but he wanted me to know that one of my opponents, he found a lot of dirt on him. And wow. it was like a gleeful thing. And I thought that was, I thought that's when I began to, I started to lose interest in running then. Because this process is really, it was the hardest job I ever had. And the process is really, can wear you down, obviously, but it's also just brutal how you find you really find out who's in charge in a community. Right. Right. And even though I tell people to vote, you gotta understand that that vote can be swayed by those that manipulate the newspapers, the television, the radio to make you think you're voting for someone we're actually not voting for them. And also exactly. you have people who who will take your sign. When you think you're putting up yard signs, that you can find out there are people who will take them, rivals, so they won't see you. People won't see your name. But it, it, it but it right. is something. You know, there are folks that you know the people that do manipulate elections. Oh yeah, absolutely. are folks who they have no, they don't have the interest of their that community because they don't live in that community. So no, expand so that to exactly like right. the presidential election. Or even a Senate election. Right. Go ahead. If you look at the amount of money involved, I mean, and they've made, the Supreme Court has made it totally legal for corporations, since they're now human beings, That's uh, right. to give as much as they uh, give as much as they want. That's, it's pretty much controlled by the corporations, which is what they call fascism. Going back to the, no, the local elections, uh, it's really important to the control system that they have the common core curriculum in all schools throughout the country. So I would imagine there's a lot, a lot of interest in local school board elections. I know I was watching, I was seeing interviews with people who were involved with textbook companies and how it's all about the money. It's all about, uh, you go getting this core in there. And uh, it's, it means a lot to the control system because Common Core is... Uh, do you, do you know anything about it? Should I go into the common yeah, core? Yeah, say, yeah, of course, my listeners probably don't know, so explain that in a little more detail. Well, the the U.S. government's uh, control over education has been uh, long-lasting. Uh, for the whole 20th century, it's been, and the Rockefellers and the Ford, and they all, all the big foundations, of course, funded education, and they would only fund education that educated them the way they wanted to do. So, uh, and what they want from uh, education, Ford, Rockefeller, Carnegie, and uh, J.P. Morgan and the others, they want, uh, what can I say, peons. They want slaves. They want people who can't think, don't think. They want people who just will serve their serve their interests. So, that's been the focus of the school system in the 20th century. Now, uh, it's gotten worse and worse. And in 
uh, see, I got into education in the 60s, and that's when they really started in in with the objectives and uh, things that, you know, hogtied the teacher and make them work uh, to more of a criteria. And then in the, in the 80s, um, Russia and the U.S., had a pact together to coordinate their school systems together, so that so they'd be turning out the same type of product. You know, the 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 person that works in the uh, in the in the in the factory, the person that. So that's that's right. what the whole thing has been. Now, recently we have this Common Core. Now, Common Core has taken all the uh, objective education out of education. Uh, most they they. They teach to tests, and the tests teach, or or they they um, they're more interested in the affective domain than the cognitive domain. In other words, your feelings and your attitudes are more important than knowing, um, you know, that two and two is four, and and those type of things. Uh, and it's been criticized. Well, two and two is four is another thing. You know, in in the core curriculum, if you can justify a better answer, you get it right. So, so even in something as objective as mathematics, you're not going to get you're not going to get an education. But you are going to get an education in obedience. You know, they'll give you uh, the questions that uh, are you can only get right if you answer that you're obedient and that you listen, and on and on and on. And they've got to Which set prepares up you for, for a um, a job in a sense. Well, for a job as a low pay, non thinking. Uh, That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to get a job where you have to actually think, or you figure things out, or science is so corrupted now, it's very difficult uh, to uh, see see the objectivity in that, but. Yeah, the core, the uh, Common Core. I, I mean, it's really cool. There's a, there's a lot of grassroots uh, uh, resistance against Common Core, and uh, some districts have even outlawed it. But you know, as they start to lock things down, and the federal government takes over the the police forces, and the federal government, la 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 la. I'm sure that they're going to want to shut down any, any opposition to the Common Core, but they haven't done it, and we're still in the game, and uh, you know, the more people that hear this, the more people that wake up, the more people we can get uh, mobilized, because you know, an awake population, it, it, a 20, uh, 10 to 20% awake population isn't going to put up with, what, with, with what's going on, and uh, we just need to be working on on that to keep putting out uh, information, ideas, and everybody that's in uh, in the awakening, and I'll, I can define that if you want. But everybody that's in the awakening will tell you, don't take my word for it. Do your research. Don't take that's my word for people. it. Yeah, always do, do your research. But then Paul, uh, playing devil's advocate, advocate again, like people. What do you say to folks who don't want to research? They want you to do it. Well, they're going to be deceived, and they're going to be taken for a ride, and they're going to be fooled and tricked, and they are right now. 
They are right now. There's people who are going out and supporting these candidates and actively doing things on their behalf, uh, thinking that there could be a chance of a change. Uh, They're being tricked. They haven't done their research. They haven't reflected on what's happened. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm really sorry. But, you know, we've been trained to do that. We've been trained to uh, believe what the teacher said. We've been trained to be obedient. We've been trained to do all the things that are not human-like, you know, are automatron-like. Right. And, you know, you're talking about a world in the 21st century where it is information is at your, at your fingertips now. It's no longer, you know, what we're talking about. I wouldn't have to go to the library tomorrow and go through microfish or hunt through the stacks to find a book on it. I mean, it's instant on your phone, on your computer, anywhere. And yet you have a populace throughout the world that really doesn't understand things. It's amazing. It's amazing. I think it's a television Television uh, makes it so easy for you to sit there, and it's and it uses so many tricks. It uses the you know the flickering effect to hypnotize you. It uses the startle effect to have you uh, secrete different different hormones and uh, things into your body that put you in a dreamlike state. Uh, it also shuts down your higher level thinking brain, and you just you know, become a zombie, absorbing whatever they whatever they say. I I mean, I most of my relatives are like that. They just would rather go in and click on the TV, and the click and the TV are controlled by by five people. I mean, the TV, the movies, the media. I mean, it's all controlled by a small group of people that are in this control system. So they're and not going to tell you it. Yeah, go right. ahead. And actually, we have a caller on here, so. I'm going to pick up this caller, and hopefully they want to talk to you. Are you there? That would be great. Yes, I am here. All Are you right. able to hear me? Oh, yes, perfectly. Okay, good. Greetings, Mr. Marco. Greetings. Who am I talking to? My name is Pamela. Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Yes. I have a question for you. Um, so knowing what you know about the awakening and and all of the things that are happening in the world and kind of the the dim nature of uh, people and the prospects for humanity at this point, what what do you foresee as kind of the end game? Like what is the point of all of this uh, awakening? And Because I, I'm assuming most of us will not be around for whatever this end game is. But what, what in your mind do you see um, for the future and, where do you see your place in that? Great okay, question. Well, that's a, really, that's, that's a really good question, Pamela. Well, I think that their end game is, is really obvious. It's been put in plenty of documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a document called Agenda 21, mm-hmm. and they, had, uh, they modified it to Agenda 2030. Um, there, it's not a very pro-human type environment they want to create. Right. First of all, they want to drastically cut down the numbers of human beings because they Which I, I think the Zika virus is also part of that, right? This latest virus with the babies the, and the micro and yeah. Right. Right. 
they've been trying viruses, and uh, we'll see how they do with this one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so they want to drastically reduce number of population on, and they say what 500 million. But I don't know why they'd need 500 million people left. I mean, that would be just extra people, and there we're going to be uh, confined. To 100 different, according to uh, Agenda 21, to 100 different communities throughout the world. And these communities will be small, mm-hmm. and there'll be a small uh, farming plot next to them growing food to feed us. And uh, we won't be allowed to uh, wonder about, because because as far as they're concerned, we're, we're like a virus on the planet. We're... Uh, we're not uh we're not worthy to uh intermingle with the rest of nature this Go ahead. dystopian future right that we've yeah. all seen in movies and books and television so i'm you wondering again for yourself myself i'm in my late 40s um i i don't i really don't see the tide turning um on our behalf saying like humanity overcoming do you do you have some hope really? or sense that Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I foresee us going into this cycle um, as it's been planned um, because of the very things we're talking about. The people are being poisoned, their brains, they don't use their brains to the extent that they ever really did, but we're being poisoned. The, the, the future generations are being dumbed down. I mean, blah, blah, blah. We, could, we all agree on this kind of, these things that are happening. So I'm wondering in your mind, you are you're out of the U.S. at least. That's good. Um, what do you what do you do you, are, do you foresee something hopeful or what is the point of all of this? Yeah, I had I'll this conversation. <laughs> I had this conversation about uh, maybe ten days ago. It's mm-hmm. really interesting. They the guy I was talking to. He says it's 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 a done deal. He said it's mm-hmm. it's really it's really all over. He says they're just going to, you know, microchip us and da 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 da. Well, maybe I can give you a little bit of hope. Number one, if they could do that right now, they'd do it right now. But they can't. But they uh, are. Number two, what? They are doing they, it. They're doing it to people me. People are voluntarily getting chipped. Oh, oh there's going to be a lot of people that are going to die. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to uh, choose to be chipped. Right, they're choosing to be chipped right now. Today. Right, but they can't. But they're, what they're not doing in the United States is lining you up and chipping you. Yeah, not yet. They, no, they, not, they can't. Not do requiring it, it see, right, in order yeah, to do can, commerce and business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, this, this, uh, what is it called? The Zeta virus. They tried uh-huh. Ebola. They tried yeah. Ebola before. They tried to aerosol Ebola. They couldn't get it off the ground. We'll see how they do with this one. Yeah, uh, there's so, been so, so you're many going to th- give me some hope. Where, where's, your, where's the hope you're giving me? <laughs> well, the hope is that it's not it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. And if and if they could make it be over, they would make it be over. Right, it's gradual. So there's something, it has to be gradual. Mm-hmm. It's it's gradual, right? And I also think that we we're such a more powerful force than they are because mm. there's so many more of us. And we're just we're just bigger in numbers, and we're bigger in we're bigger in creativity. We have a lot more going for us than the control system does. Now, I'm not saying that we can just pack our tent and 
and just let it uh, unfold and, and it'll unfold mm-hmm. on our behalf because it certainly won't. Mm-hmm. We've got to wake up and we've got to participate and we've got to learn and we've got to be aware. Just like Greg and I were saying a few minutes ago, if you're going to allow yourself to wallow in ignorance mm-hmm. or wallow in non-action, mm-hmm. uh, the game, it's game over. Right. But if you're not, right. we have a chance because it's not over. Except there, there's, Anyway, there's some, we could be circular here because the vast majority of people are choosing um, voluntarily or if it's involuntary because of the chemicals and the food and the water and the et cetera, et cetera, maybe they are no longer even capable. And kind of just their primary concerns, like they're just trying to make ends meet. I have friends that are on the treadmill of wake up, go to work, you know, get your check, come home, eat dinner, pass out, get up and do it again. So they don't have any sense of any of the madness that I'm spewing, all my craziness. Um, well, but well, there are me, more people well, let like me ask that. You this, uh, let me ask you this, though. Why are you... Why do you have hope? What keeps you going? Are, are, are you, you asking, asking me? Yeah. N- no, because I don't. <laughs> you don't. I'm look. I'm looking for Mr. Marco to 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 give some hope because I don't see it turning around. Just like I guess the other person that you were speaking with, I don't see it. And especially, I said I'm in my late forties. In my lifetime, I see us marching to the camp, you know, so to speak. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> this also, is not very uplifting, is it? No, no. Also, if if you look, if you look at the, if you look well, at the real independence, so. there is hope. Yeah, right. <laughs> if as you long look as you at can the laugh, real, there's always hope. That's right. There's yeah. always hope. Laugh or cry. Anyway, as long as you can look at your saying, sir. Well, I think if you look at the alternative, if you watch the mainstream media and if you look at the general population, it's mm-hmm. really dismal because they're really mm-hmm. marching right into the uh, machine that turns them into mm-hmm. soil and green, you know. Yes. <laughs> but right. if you look at the alternative media mm-hmm. or you look at uh, the things that are being broken by uh, these people who are just out there independent journalists finding this mm-hmm. out, finding that out, really uh, I, I find a lot of hope in that. Uh, that yeah. Ten years ago, I didn't know any of this stuff. That's right, I mean, and it's great we have the information, but um, I, again, I think as it's being broken, you know, very basic information that um, as far as our food supply or even if you want to say something like chemtrails, so once people have an idea of it, then there's a window or a cycle during which it kind of becomes mainstream. We just don't have this kind of time. Anyway, I guess there's going to have to be some kind of um, supernatural intervention is something. I don't. I have no idea, even if it's a false flag. Um, that's, that's the only thing I can say. Right. Okay, I, I don't want you guys to get derailed. Well, thanks for calling yeah, us for the insight. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Right, you take, take care, care Mr. Marco, down there. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it's hard to look at all the evidence and all the stuff that's going on, and uh, see that us little human beings are going to uh, rise up and continue our humanity. Um, but on the opposite extreme. 
playing devil's advocate again. Go ahead. You know, what about the folks who are like, well, you know, we got a Super Bowl coming up next week. We got yeah. the Star Wars movie just came out. Um, you know, things like that. This gives people, you know, we're, they're living vicariously through others. That right. gives people hope, but it's not their hope. It's somebody else's hope. Yeah, well, that's the circus part of the bread and circus. Right. I was talking to my wife uh, today, and she was saying I really enjoyed the uh, film I went to the other day because we don't we don't go to films down here. And I said, well, yeah, that's the idea. They're they're very enjoyable. Now they're they're also loaded with uh, predictive programming, mind control, suggestion. They they create cult of personality for people who are totally controlled by the mainstream. If you go into sports. You know, the halftime things are all, well, halftime for the Super Bowl is always a satanic ritual. So, you know, there's there's a downside to your taking yourself out of out of play and putting yourself into these, quote, enjoyment kind of uh, mechanisms because that's just part of the control system. What I would advocate is really pulling yourself out of the control system TV would be the first thing I would stop watching because it's said, if you do some research on TV, you'll realize that it was never anything. It was never intended to be anything but a mind control tool, and that's never changed. I mean, even in my lifetime, it seems like in the mid-2000s, they, went, they changed everything to digital, and TV was really When, when they told everyone that you must get a digital television, it's not right. that you... You don't really need it. It was like an order. Your analog an television did not. Yeah, it was like no more analog. Why well, have an analog? No more analog. So what? You must take this or else. Right, and why would a government do that unless it was to further enhance their mind control tool? So we all didn't say anything. We all just upgraded to digital. We, you know, there wasn't any uh, pushback now. I think if they were trying to do that now, there might be a pe- enough people waking up to uh, do some investigation into that. Uh, you know, look at look at other other problems with that. But it's it's totally it's totally a mind control tool. So I I always tell people that watch TV more than a couple hours a week that their uh, their opinions really can't be their own because in the TV they 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 load it with things. They load it with predictive program. There's subtleties in there. And there's also uh, hidden messages that, you know, if you watch a, a program, like we, we redid all the Star Trek uh, videos, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe almost close to a year ago. And uh-huh. what you can see now after you're awake, you should do that, Craig. It's a, it's a fun thing. Actually, I have, You'll I be ha- able I have to... the first three seasons, so I... And I have yet to look at them all the way, just straight through. But I, I know what you're I talking wa- about. I mean, go ahead. We, we just watched the ones with Spock and, uh, what's his name, uh, William Shatner. And uh, you can see the, what, the pr- programming. I mean, Spock is obviously uh, uh, a part of, the, uh, part of the cabal, you know, the devil-worshipping, uh, uh, totally unemotional, not half human and half 
half whatever he is, and he's not proud of his human half at all because humans are too vulnerable. I mean, this is, right. this comes through the control system all the time. They they really despise uh, humanity. They they call us the dead or cattle or whatever. You know, and it's a funny thing because there's a book you probably read it. I think it was called Four Arguments for the Elimination of Television. You no, know, I, I in, will though. Yeah, it was written in the '80s, but it's still relevant. And it's and the guy, I forget his name, is professor, but he was saying basically everything you're saying. And this is well, before television became more, you know, when it wasn't digital. Yeah, where it wasn't all the flashing lights and all that, all the you know, the mood changing, the emotional changing that it does to you. And it's something you were saying earlier, Paul, too, that when I talk to folks, and it could be something as innocuous as sports or something else, I catch myself sometimes listening, and I'll say, and I'll say to the person, "You're just repeating what you just heard this person say. That's not your opinion." Oh, yeah. And what is your real opinion? And many times I have found people cannot give their real opinion. Right. They cannot give it. And to throw it even further, um, there are folks who are very religious who will quote from the Bible, Quran, or you name it, the Talmud Mm -hmm. or something. And you'll ask them, well, what do you really, what is your opinion of that? Well, the Bible says, no, what is your opinion? And they can't give it to you. And that's scary. It is scary. It and is it gets scary. back to what Pam was saying. When you become so mindless that you just puppet and you parrot everything that is told. Right. But let's go back to, to the year 2000 before 9-11. Okay. Um, can you imagine how open and vulnerable we were? We watched that thing happen, and there was no doubt in our minds that, um, you know, these these uh, fanatics had flown these things into the building, and it collapsed, and and we had to go to war, and we had to lose our. Fr- this is 15 years later. Probably 50% of the people wouldn't fall for that again. I think that if you watch the false flags now that happen all over the place. The Paris false flag and the, you know, this false flag and that false flag, they're identified right away. I mean, even the crisis actors they're picking out. I saw something yesterday. Oh yeah, that's something. Yeah, that's one of the crisis actors. One of the crisis actors from Sandy Hook, who also showed up at the Boston bombing, showed up at Oregon. So, so it's, so so, we're seeing. We're we're awake. We're seeing what's going on. And uh, now seeing what's going on and, and stopping it are, you know, is a real distance. But if I were talking to, uh, you know, somebody on mainline TV talking like this and they were agreeing with me, we would be able to really, um, really change a lot of things. I, oh, I yeah, think. you could do it on, te- you know, something like that, mainline media. It would, you know, well, it would be. We wouldn't even be having this conversation because you wouldn't have your show and I wouldn't have my show because there would be no need for it. No, exactly. Exactly. There would be no, be no need, need for, for anything it. like this. That's but right. we're dealing, as you said, with corporations that want to dumb down everyone. 
yeah. don't want to give you the facts. They think it's so important that you must look at the debates, Republican yeah. or Democrat, because so much is going to come out of that. When in actuality, well, nothing comes out of it. It's just a, it's a circus. Exactly. exactly, it's a circus. They talk about what they need to talk about or want to talk about, and uh, and, and that's it. G- getting back to TV just for a second, uh, they communicate to your subconscious through symbols and sigils. So when you're sitting there and you're watching that TV, um, everything that you see, it looks like a fancy computer graphic and this thing's flying in here and that's, well, it's not that simple. It's a sigil and it's talking totally to your subconscious and you have no idea what it's saying and it's influencing you and you don't know whether you know, you don't know you don't know when this is going to come out in your behavior or your opinion or or anything like that. So, so it's a really dangerous thing. I think that uh, if it wasn't for TV, there would be no chance of them winning. We would have it. It I would, would be in know, the bag. Right. Go ahead. And I would say, you know, I, I agree with you, Paul, in that sense, because uh, even when they had – and I'm a big proponent of old-time radio, and I'll play some old-time radio shows on here for sometimes. I yeah. wasn't even born when they were out there, but I just like them. But that was theater, as they call it, theater of the mind. You could imagine. Uh-huh. Television takes away that imagination. It's like reading exactly. a book. You can imagine things with a book. You create a world. Whereas television, yeah. and I have to say movies too, same thing. Movies create a that you have to follow. Yeah, that's exactly right. I I was born in a time when we just had radio. And my ability to listen to something is far superior to my wife's because, because of that experience. The first, I don't know, five, six, seven years of my life, we just had radio. And, uh, right. You know, I can I can really go into that. Now, you know, of course, radio was a manipulation tool, too. Uh, Hitler made sure that everybody in Germany had a radio. That was one of the first things he did in 1934 or 35. Um, well, yeah, because it, it, it can manipulate. Pass them out. Yeah, right. it's, it's a way to manipulate, too. And, of course, they did the 1938 uh, War of the Worlds thing. Tavistock did that so they could see how people would uh, uh, react to uh, an alien invasion, which uh, which they might revisit up here, coming up. Uh, no, but TV TV's dangerous, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what I think about now. We live in a little town down here, and uh, since I've been interested in MK Ultra and mind control, I seem to be running into people who have been victims of that. You know, we've done a lot of programs on mind control, pedophilia and mind control and those things. If you if you go to our Pinecone Utopia channel, you can really do some deep research. We've been working with Ella and Abraham from the Hampstead cover-up. Uh, she yeah, lost two of her children yeah. to, from right. satanic ritual abuse. But anyway, uh, we were, we were going to have a little Christmas get-together over here. And two of our closest friends we're going to invite over. Well, these two people both are uh, MK Ultra victims, and uh, they're multiple personalities. So, just you know, the few people that we know here, 
it's it's really it's really 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 pervasive. I mean, I'm sure that our our man Barack Obama, third generation CIA, is totally mind controlled. And I'm sure that any. Now, I know someone right now saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 a minute!" Someone out there is right. I know is saying it like, "Wait a minute, not not Barack Obama. He's not third generation CIA. Who was? Who are these folks then? Who, who yeah, would who be are these in, folks? Who who would be in this family that would be CIA? I know someone's wondering that right now. Well, his mother, his father, and then his grandfather, I believe. He's third generation CIA. And when you, when you join the CIA, you don't you don't quit. I mean, he's an ex CIA guy. No, you're never an ex CIA guy. You're a CIA guy, and you know stuff. And uh, my theory is that they plant you somewhere, and uh, uh, in a little town like, say, Sandy Hook or somewhere, and uh, you become an operative in that particular way. But they can they find it very easy to mind control. I mean they've been working on mind control full time. I mean for since uh Operation Paperclip and uh Operation Paperclip when they brought the Nazi psychologists over to bring their mind control stuff to the United States. E- even before that, I mean the whole LSD And I want thing, and I want listen, whole, I, I don't mean to interrupt you for a minute, Paul. I want folks to Google that Look that up. This is Paul is not making up, just throwing out Operation Paperclip. This is a factual, factual information that you can look in government documents. This is not yeah. something that's out, of, and there's other operations that happen like that that are still going on right now. And folks have to understand that. You know, and I want to say something about this too. That Pamela talked earlier about, and you were talking about food, what people eat. A lot of the majority of the additives that were put in the food in the late 40s started through experiments in Germany with the Nazis. And if you don't believe that, go look at sometimes, if you can do that, go to a library and maybe probably find it on the internet, the, the writings of the Nuremberg trials where they talk about that. Yeah. And you will see all that. So, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. But I just want people to know, you know, because you know, with you know, the folks that listen to the shows, there's a lot of the term. Majority of people don't know it. You know, the average person, because as you were saying earlier, with the educational system you have in this country and throughout the world, you're not going to learn about Operation Paperclip. No, you're not going to. No. You're not going to attempt to even look into the background of someone like Barack Obama or Sarah Palin or. Oh, Trump, you're just going to take everything at face value. Right. And that's scary. That's exactly. Right. That that's is very scary. scary. It is scary. So so anyway, I was I was telling you about these MK Ultra people, and we're find, finding people in in our families that were uh somehow uh involved in uh, these MK Ultra a lot of times with the CIA, sometimes with the Mossad, but anyway, that's that's real. It's it's very pervasive, more pervasive than you think. But now go to TV. Now you've got a whole population sitting in front of TV. Now these people are full of uh, fluoride. They're full of uh, GMOs. Most of them are taking some kind of psychoactive psychoactive drug, and they're sitting in front of this 
flickering box that tells them how to think and communicates directly with their subconscious through sigils and symbols. They communicate in symbols. That's that's how they that's how the control system communicates. So I've always I've always wondered that if that's such a powerful mind control tool that people that watch that a, a TV uh, an amount of TV would be a mind control slave themselves in that there could be something come over uh, the TV or the internet or their little phone devices that could trigger something and they could all of a sudden be acting in a certain way. I, actually, I think there's been there's been programs on Earth that to describe something like that. So right. it's very Where, dangerous. Um, Right, you know, Manchurian candidates, you know, people who are just right, exactly. they hear they hear a sound, they hear something, they make me look at television, like you said, they might be walking down the street and hear something or something they're eating triggers something. And listeners, again, for those of you who don't, you know, have doubts about some of the things we're saying, look up Manchurian Candidate, not the movie, but the movie right. talks about that. But look at that because that is a true. There's a book. That was written in the late 70s called The Search for the Manchurian Candidate. And it uses classified information, undeclassified information from CIA documents talking about what the country, not only this country, but countries throughout the world did to average citizens to make them killers, make them just do things that they ordinarily wouldn't do. Right. Right. <laughs> You've. You've got a whole uh, line of, uh, I mean, if you look at the Kennedy assassination, how that was pulled off, um, you know, what what was Oswald's, Oswald's role, and how many how many shooters were there actually? Who was involved? And uh, yeah, you could get deeply into this stuff, and it's you know, it's not it's conspiratorial, but it's not conspiratorial theory. I mean, it's Right. These things actually happened, and if we wake up to them, we have a chance of stopping this their their dystopian future. I think we have a damn good chance. Myself, I think that we're. I think the rate of awakening has quickened the new world order to the point where they're making huge mistakes, and they're they're rushing this, they're rushing that. They love to do beta tests. They love to test this, test that, to see how it comes out because they're um, the type of of intellect. They're, they're not really human. They're, they're a type of intellect that doesn't tolerate ambiguity. They have to know exactly what's going to happen or they don't do it. And that's and that's what's – hello? Yeah, I'm, oh, well, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. Okay, because, because the uh, – I guess the Internet's still on, but the uh, – but the lights went out. We've had a little power oh. failure here. Oh man! So oh, anyway, let's continue as long Wait, as we, we can. You're getting to you know you know when you you know, start talking about things that people, some people don't want you to hear, things start happening. Oh, and you yeah. know that, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's you know happened. that. You know yeah, things will happen because of that. But you know, uh, I want to get to something that um, I had another listener send me a. It's not a question, but she was making a statement, and I just want to kind of paraphrase it in the sense that um, 
the average person, how do you actually reach them? As far as the ones that don't understand awakening, they don't understand anything that you and I have been talking about and Pamela was talking about earlier. They really don't get that. Where do you start first with them? All right. Well, I don't have a real optimistic answer about that, but I have an optimistic answer about other things. People are going to awaken. They're going. They're going to decide. I've never. Um, I've actually have only witnessed a few people before and after they're they're coming into the awakening. Uh, it's very. Uh, there's not. There's not a lot, and it's only been recently I've been noticing people more and more have been waking. But they're here. Here's here's how it works. Everybody has an ego, and this ego has a has a uh, belief wardrobe that they wear and they won't take off. They won't change. They won't change their socks, they won't change their shirt. They'll defend it and that's the way people that's the way people generally go through life. And what's been happening lately is people have been realizing that they've been tricked. We were tricked in the Second World War. It was a setup war there weren't any bad guys. There weren't, there weren't any good guys. They were all bad guys. They were all financed by the bankers, the industrial, military-industrial complex. They allowed uh, Tavistock to do experiments. They did a bomb. They bombed the they bombed the Tavistock. One of the first things it did was bomb. I, don't, I keep thinking it was Dresden, but it, it may not have been. Uh, it might have been Friedberg, but let's go with Dresden. Yeah, so Dresden was study, a, that was an evil bomb. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, they they wanted to study the traumatic effects of the people, so they bombed it. That was the reason that they did it. So we were all tricked into the good war, uh, and then we came out of that, and Kennedy was assassinated. Well, that was a trick. That was a that was that was a sleight of hand. I was involved in the the uh, hippie movement. Uh, we we all wanted uh, the the whole uh, generation at that time wanted equalities and we wanted to end war, but what Tavistock and the boys did is they got us interested in sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We dropped the ball and we were tricked. We were tricked believing that that music was wholesome. There's a lot of stuff about the music, and I've done one. Well, I'm going to do one podcast. We've led up to it in my uh, interviewing of Eric Carlstrom, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah, actually I am because I had a show last year with a guy who wrote a book on um, drugs, uh, Tupac, and the the war on our minds. And he got into all of that, talking about Tupac Shakur, the rapper, but also he got into the whole Grateful Dead era. Yeah. And how drugs were used then by, God, I can't remember the name of it. There was one professor who actually, actually it was Timothy Leary, who kind of lured oh, folks Timothy into Leary. Yeah. Yeah, that he mm-hmm. lured folks into this free love, free your mind and everything, but it all he was connected with the government as far as being with yeah. the CIA, with the powers that be. And well, that's, that's, documented. Dead. that's nothing that's nothing that is no. like uh, well, we're just making it up. It's documented. And I 
and yeah. documented in, and I always just say government papers. I always say that because one thing governments do, and there are a few exceptions to it, but this government in particular, they will tell on themselves, but they know that the public, the general public will not read or follow up. Right. Because you can get documents on anything that Paul and I are talking about through the government, and you'll say, oh, my God, this yeah. is what they did. If you ever look at C-SPAN, you will right. see folks testifying and telling, well, yeah, I stole X amount of dollars from the federal government to pocket, you know, put it in my pocket, or I convinced the, I killed, I had all these soldiers go here to kill these folks because we needed the oil or something like that. And they'll say that. So it's nothing, mm-hmm. again, as we were saying earlier, it's nothing about conspiracy theories as facts. That's, you know, that's what we're talking about, facts, right. not this illusional world, not some spy movie or something. This is facts. Right, right. It would be a really a really a cool compliment if people thought that you and I were clever enough to make this stuff up. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, that would be, be that would be, be billionaires, and we could <laughs> we'd be billionaires. We'd be screenwriters, or, or, or in an what insane you, asylum, one or the other, you know. <laughs> yeah, that one or the other. <laughs> so, so anyway, or, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe running for the um, Republican uh, nomination or something. But that's another story. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> they would pick us. They, yeah, they, you know, they would have us picked for that. That's right. But anyway, back to back to twenty. Well, just to play off of what you were saying, yeah, the Grateful Dead, when they came to uh, Laurel Canyon, which is a uh, uh, Dave McGowan read the book. Dave McGowan wrote called "Weird Scenes from the Canyon," I believe. Uh, the uh, the Grateful Dead couldn't play their instruments when they showed up at the canyon to be enlisted. They were all CIA members. But they did, couldn't play their instruments, and they were taught subsequently. What they did in, in that, in that, in those instances where they were creating the bands out of nothing, is they had a, they had a background band called I, I can't remember, but it was uh, uh, Spectre. Oh, Phil Spectre uh-huh. created. Oh, okay. uh, you know Phil Spectre. He oh, created yeah. the sound for all these guys. And did all the did all the, the the music until the until years passed, and they were able to play their own instruments and then go out on their own. But anyway, back to the awakening. After a while, you get tired of being tricked and lied to, and you say to yourself, "Screw this! I'm not going to believe anything that these people that have been tricking me, which mainly the government and." and the big corporations and the education system and the media, I'm not going to believe anything they say. I'm going to check everything out. And you, it, somehow you, you, you know, I was talking about your belief wardrobe. You lose the attachment to your shirt and your, and your socks. And, you know, you lose, you lose such an attachment, and you'd rather have a belief in something that was real. And that's the big difference now. Because you find somebody who who thinks they're awakening, and they'll hear something that uh, conflicts with their belief wardrobe, and they'll say, "Oh, that can't be true." That's it. Well, right. if you say that, you're really not in the awakening. What you should be saying is, "Oh, what's your reference on that? How did you learn that?" Or I learned that. 
a year ago, and here's what I think of that. And so you can start a dialogue, a dialogue that's going toward truth. It's not uh, I'm right, you're wrong, and I'm going to defend my my side. It's it's not that at all. It's 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 a process. It's a, it's a it's a it's an interesting process, and uh, just some people just wake up and do it. You know, it's like. Uh, and then some people a, don't. You know, there's a fear. You know, I've talked to folks too, and I want you to comment on this: the fear thing of actually learning. Hmm. I've run into yeah. folks like that who just have a fear of knowing too much. That they they want to be satisfied with what's going on. Like I want my I got my job, I got this, I got a car, I got a house, I got you know I got a television. But don't tell me anything that my government's doing because it'll make me nervous, and then I'll if something to happen to me, it'll ruin my system. And what do you say to folks like that? Well, first of all, I say I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly. Uh, I don't know, 25 to 50% of the people who um, are hiding uh, are hiding because they're afraid. You know, what if I do look out? What if what if what they're telling me is true? And uh, actually, Mark Passio has a cool thing. I don't know whether you're Mark Passio. He's from Philadelphia, and he does a lot of work with natural law. But he says, look at the position that you're in when your head is in the sand. You know, you're there with your head in the sand and you're on your knees and your butt is in the air. And I think that's really the most vulnerable position I can think of to be in. Right. And that's the position you're in when you decide, I'm going back to sleep, I'm just going to work my job. And um, what happens is you make some, you start making really, really bad decisions because you don't know right from wrong. Um, Example, there was a friend of mine who was telling me about her friend who had inherited a lot of land up in the Northwest. Uh And uh, it it made him pretty wealthy, but he decided to allow them to do fracking on his land. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, to assuage his guilt, he was giving like 50% of the money to the Nature Conservatory. Now, if you're awake, you realize that the whole purpose of fracking is to ruin the water table in the United States so that there can more easily put you into these small compounds that will have that will have water because they've ruined the groundwater. There was never any reason for them searching for natural gas or oil. Matter of fact, I've heard reports lately that uh, claimed that we never even really needed to go to Saudi Arabia or the Middle East for oil because of the vast reserves in, in, in Alaska and up there. So, so, so first mistake, first, first, uh, and I don't, think it's a, I don't think it's just an innocent mistake, oh, I screwed up. No, you screwed up for yourself, you screwed up for future generations, uh, I don't know uh, whether you think uh, there's a judgmental God or not, but but you did a big wrong thing. So to, uh, to assuage his guilt, he gave 50% of the money to the Nature Conservatory. Now the Nature Conservatory, I believe that's the, that's the organization, 
yeah. is totally in the pocket of the New World Order and working toward this um, climate change, uh, you know, uh, all this falterall about uh, controlling the climate and controlling the carbon emissions and things like that. So that's that's like strike two. So here's a guy who could have really done something wonderful he, if he was awake and knew right from wrong. You, you can't know right from wrong well, yeah, if you have your head in the like, sand. Right. If you don't know if your head is in the sand, it's like um, the movie, the documentary that came out oh what, over 10 years ago by, um, what's the thing that he did, uh, Vice President, um, Clinton's Vice President, where he did the thing um, about the climate. Gore, Al Gore. Yeah, Al Gore. And yeah. I knew even then that, that was, yeah. I yeah. even and I knew it. I couldn't remember the name of the thing because I turned it off halfway through. I got it on video or something, and I just knew it yeah. was fake. I said, you know, this is not. It's nothing. The Al Gore's playing. You know, this is just a little game. It's yeah. a mind game, and that's what you know. People have to understand. And you can look at the debates if you're listening live and looking at the Republican debates tonight or any other Democratic debate, debates or any debate, that many times governments set up opposition groups on purpose, like a nature conservatory or like uh-huh. Al Gore's movie, to make to have a dialogue. But they've already decided the answers. Yeah. But the powers that be are very good at bringing about debate. To make it look like, you know, you have a chance to participate in this when in actuality the decision has been made. Well, absolutely. And usually they'll have a debate like um, two people that almost have the same, thing and they'll pass it off as right as being the different the different positions, and they don't anything outside of those parameters they don't show at all. So it's. It, it, you really just you really need to to to, to uh, divorce yourself from that process because it could actually I think that it could actually make you culpable. I, in this one video I made called the voting ritual, I start off by talking about natural law. Now natural law is a law that govern kind of governs the universe and it's true for everybody all the time. Doesn't change. It's like uh, inertia. You know, if you spin somebody around right. fast enough, they'll fly off no matter who they are. No matter, you know, it's natural laws like that. And natural laws is is basically the, the golden rule. It's basically you don't interfere, you don't violate other people with violence or, or any way, and they don't violate you. And that's that's how you live in harmony with natural law. Well, you know that's not what the control system's all about. The control system is all about violation, taking away, restricting you. Uh, but I think, but they also always tell you that they're going to do it ahead of time. You know, they'll they'll publish a document like the Agenda 21 or, or uh, Codex Alimentarius, or they well, show you. Or even have the, a silly movie or television show. And- yes. And, and dramatize exactly. something and think, well, this is what's going to happen. Well, how many times have the Simpsons come out with predicting something a day before it happens? or And how many times in the movies have we seen 911 portrayed, but we didn't know it was happening? You know, we didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, right. In the, in the Batman movie, he 
he clearly circles uh, Sandy Hook, the location for Sandy Hook. I mean, they they give us this stuff all the time, and I was speculating exactly why why do they do that? Um, why do they they tell us this stuff? Is it because they're nice? Well, well, I don't think they're nice. Uh, is it because they're toying with us? No, I don't think they're toying with us. If they could have us in the box right now, we'd be in the box. I think they're working out some way to get out of their culpability. I think that there's a rule, and I think it has to do with natural law, and I think that there's a rule, and if there's a rule, that means there's an arbitrator. And they're expecting an arbitrator, and this arbitrator, they're going to say, hey, look, yeah, we did... uh, put fluoride in the water, but everybody knew that fluoride was in the water, and and everybody knew that it reduced your IQ, but they still kept drinking it. Right. You know? We put, warning, we so put they, warning signs on cigarette packages, and we said, this will kill you, but they still smoke cigarettes. But well, we did warn Exactly. So, so they're trying to get away with uh, trying to escape some of the culpability of their actions by saying, oh, we warned them. You know, the, these uh, these Satanists that are uh, in the control system, and uh, I don't say that lightly. They are Satanists. We hire Satanists by the government. I mean, if you look at, uh, I think his name is Thomas Aquino or Michael Aquino, one or the other. Uh, he, was a, he was a Satanist, and he was uh, head of the military intelligence for 20 years. He was a general. And anyway... And folks may not so believe, but when we get back, you know, hold that thought because okay. Paul was mentioning earlier about the Super Bowl highlight show, and you see a lot of satanic rituals in that, and you'll see it in two weeks, the next Super Bowl. And by the way, I didn't even get the number out, but you can talk to Paul at 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315. I'm talking to Paul Marco, the host of the great podcast, The World Beyond Belief. Go ahead, Paul. Thank you. Well, well anyway, they, they, uh, these people follow a book called the, the Babylonian Talmud. And this is a book that um, it's, it's kind of like a holy book, but it's a satanic holy book. And it, uh, it says things like uh, pedophilia is okay, uh, even for children under three years old, because, of course, uh, you know, just like a tear will uh, rinse out the eye, you know that it'll it'll be forgotten. The, the the hymen will grow back, and it'll be it'll be forgotten. Another thing that the Talmud says is, if you want to kill your neighbor, you need to grab him and tie him up, because then he'll starve to death. And when he starves to death, you're not culpable. You're not culpable. He's died of natural causes. So that's right. how twisted. That's how twisted their thinking is. So here we are on the uh, the first Tuesday in November. We're lining up to vote. And uh, they do rituals all the time. They do rituals at the Super Bowl. They do rituals at the MTV Awards. There's a really great one they did at the uh, the rugby championship. And they also do sacrifice. They do human sacrifice rituals. They do... One of the times they do that is the Bohemian Grove every summer. The uh, the elites from the U.S. 
do this. And uh, talk about that in more detail, the Bohemian Grove, because a lot of people don't know what that is. Tell them what you're actually talking about. Bohemian Grove is a huge estate in uh, in a beautiful part of, of, uh, I'd say it's uh, north central California. And uh, all the elites, geez, I can't think of uh, all men. They're all men. They don't allow women on this. And well, they go I, I, now they actually have had some women over the years, because Dana Reno has been there, Hillary Clinton has been there. I mean, I've seen films of them actually going into the place. Obama was cool. there when you. Oh yeah. Well, they do. Um, it's an ancient Canaanite ritual called the cremation right. of care, and. Uh, when they did it in ancient Canaanite, it was, uh, first of all, they do an orgy to Isis, uh, oddly enough, I-S-I-S, the, uh, the goddess. And uh, then the following day, they would do this cremation of care ceremony where they would sacrifice their firstborn children into the fire to assure continued financial success. And they, they still do it to this day, and they do it in Bohemian Grove and... Uh, you know, some people say, well, they use plastic dolls or something. Well, you know, these guys are the are the. Uh, it's like it's like Clinton say, yeah, I tried marijuana but didn't inhale. These guys right. would not do it if it wasn't for real. Come on, let's get serious. So this happens, and they do. They perform these sacrificial rituals um, eight times a year, uh, plus other times. And, uh, you know, of course, they do it on the, uh, the equinoxes and the solstices. And then the midpoints between those, they do uh, sacrificial ceremonies. Um, actually, they do one on the 20th of January uh, on the day that they inaugurate the new president. Inauguration Day is also a ritual sacrifice. So they coordinate the sacrifices with what's happening in the government because the government's run by these people. Okay, so so here we are lining up uh the first Tuesday in November and and we're and we're in conjunction with these people follow the Talmud and think that if you tie somebody up and they starve to death you're not culpable for their death. And what you're doing is you're writing in the line or you're pulling the lever saying that you support you're putting your your human energy behind one of these pre-selected uh, criminals and I say that um, right. you know advisedly probably uh, so 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 here we are involved in in this ritual that's following the ritual where they probably sacrifice more people, children basically, at once is during the uh, October uh, 31st, November 1st and 2nd, um, Halloween, All Saints Eve. Actually, they call it in uh, in ancient uh, Celtic ceremonies and in the ancient Egyptian ceremonies, uh, they call it Hallow, Hallow Mass. And, and I've done some shows to... on that. It's funny you, you? you're saying that because I've done some shows on, particularly at Christmas, but also I've talked about Halloween. The true 
meaning and true you know, reasons of why these things were created. Because a lot of folks, as we've been saying on this whole show, that people do things, but they don't know why. Right. I must and we're, go out trick-or-treating because we do that then. I must put a tree up because we do right. that. And you don't know why. Oh, do some research on that. Encourage them to do research. It's it's really so deep and oh, so yeah. dark. I mean, it's it's really amazing. So, so anyway, just to finish my to finish my point here, right after this major ritual sacrifice, we continue what I consider the ritual by endorsing one of their criminal candidates, and what we're doing is we're turning over our um, our authority. We're giving them our obedience, and it's all sanctified, and it's all made whole by following these sacrificial rituals. So I think that the voting uh, act, I think, is a lot, it's not so innocent as rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. I think it's, it's where you're actually getting involved with the satanic control system and giving them authority and giving them power through your um, through your vote. So, so I think it's a dangerous thing. I wouldn't be involved with it. I I would advise your people if you want to if you want to watch the election or you can hear it. I I wouldn't advise you watching it on TV. That's just too powerful. But right. you can keep up with the candidates on the internet and what they're saying. It's all going to be basically bullshit, but, uh, you know, you can, right. if, if you think that that's something that you want to do with your life, I think that probably divorcing yourself from that and walking away from that whole process is a more significant act. And putting yourself, concentrate on what's going on in your community. That's you know, what's going thing. on with Common Core in your community? What? Who's doing it? How far along is it? Is there somebody who's already stopping it? What's going on with Agenda 21 in, in your community? They're not going to call it Agenda 21, but what's going on with that? Get it. Get, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff you can do, and watching the election is one thing. that It's like the guy that, that allowed fracking on his land. You know, you're doing something out of ignorance. That's my opinion. Well, you know Right, and you know the classic case. Uh, they said uh, during 1960 that people who listened to the debate between John Kennedy and Richard Nixon, if they listened on radio, they said Nixon won. But if they oh. looked at it on television, they said Kennedy thought Kennedy won because how he looked, whereas Nixon was sweating and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me, he didn't have the best makeup. Kennedy had perfect makeup on. He looked good to people, but in actuality, they said, and I'm not defending Nixon hardly, but they said if you listen to it, you know, you listen on radio, Nixon was the one that had his facts together. Interesting. But more people looked at television. Yeah, that was a television. One of the reasons Kennedy got to become president. You know, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, it's you know, but like you're saying that, tell you know, just use your mind. Don't let people think. I mean, as we're talking, don't just say, "Well, well, I agree with those two guys." Yeah, you know, I don't uh-huh. look at listen to anything else. I, they're right. 
Explore right. everything that we have said this evening. Everything. Look oh, at and that's so that's so important now, Greg, because I'm seeing just since 2016 has clicked over. I'm seeing uh, alternative media twist stories and change things around. I've seen uh, movements become infiltrated by shills. Uh, okay. Now, what's really cool now is there's a lot of people who are exposing them. There's a lot of there's a lot of YouTubers out there that love like to do nothing else than look at somebody and try to find everything they can about them right. and expose them if they're if they're just a drop in if they're just put in to uh to to do something uh nefarious but i i can see this happening right now so this this is the trend for 2016 i think they're really going to the alternative media is waking up there's a lot of people waking up to more and more fringy stuff and they've got to really control it the mainstream is going away and people like Alex Jones are, are are starting to take over, which is you know. And I, I gotta uh, say honestly, Alex Jones, I have serious questions about him. I've, I'm and glad you back, said that. Be- and I, it gets back yeah. to what I was saying earlier. Sometimes you put people out there to say the opposite, to argue about the government, when in actuality they're supporting the very system they're arguing against. Exactly. And I have to frankly say, Alex Jones to me, and I know I got some folks who love Alex Jones are probably listening in. I think he's a shill. Well, I think well, if we look at what he's done this week, and I I hate Alex Jones is probably the most talented person on the radio. I mean, he really knows what he's talking about. But he, I don't know how you can get in that position, have that much power and not be in conjunction with the control system. Now, Alex, uh, I don't know whether you're familiar with the uh, story that's going on in in um, Oregon where oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. LeVon Finnegan was just killed. And right. uh, all, all the alternative sources that I consider to be true and just people out there trying to get the truth are saying that he had his hands up and he was shot in the face, uh, you know, by by the FBI, Alex says, "Oh, there's some other people that are coming out and saying, well, he might, you know, I think this is this might be the beginning of a turning. You got to watch what he says." And and you know, on the other side, Pacifica Radio is totally sponsored by Soros, so all these people on Pacifica, they're going to tell you the truth until it gets down to crunch time, and then they're going to. Yeah, and I, they're say switch you a I, bit. I have I have volunteered for the local Pacifica station, and the community people, the local people, I cannot say they are shills or anything like that. But I will say this: some of the programming that is like national programming for some Pacifica stations, I do uh-huh. have some questions about that. That's where it would be. That's where the that's where they Not the that's local where they use the influence. Right. right, that's where they need the that's where they need the influence. So you got to you, that's what's happening now. Um, they're they're starting to use these these outlets that they have that you don't really consider mainstream. Well, RT, I think, is one. RT is one where they can where they can manipulate and and create the 
create what they what they want to do because you you really can't put much faith faith in the uh Russia versus NATO kind of right. uh illusion that they're giving us because there's just well the whole deal the whole deal that's happening on in Oregon was a deal with Russia a Russian companies to take over yeah, like that we were land. Talking about I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know and so, so you know and RT is that you know if you ever listen to look at RT news, they never say anything negative about the government of Russia, of the Soviet right. you know, and that's that's because it's funded. If you look at the end of the show, it's funded by Putin's party. So that's you know that's it. That's the thing there. Sure. But so you have to be but you the, know when some things are saying they're alternative, they're alternative only in name only, but in actuality, they are part of the system that's controlling folks. We can look at some products that are, we were talking about food earlier, some products that are called organic are actually, they find out they're not really organic. Right. They just have the name on. Right. I might be wrong on this, but I don't think, uh, I don't think being a GMO disqualifies you from being organic. Well, It, well, it's a weird. I was told once that there are a lot of products that don't have the G, the non-GMO symbol on their packaging or on the fruit or vegetables because it costs so much to get that. Well, the key thing yeah. is a lot of companies that say they're organic or non-GMO, they have the money to pay for the actual symbol, but in actuality, they're not. They're not. And they don't want to. Yeah, and then some products, and I have seen this, I've talked to folks about it, I've read about it, that sometimes organic can mean one of the products is organic in that, let's say, organic cereal, I'll just throw that out. Maybe one of the products is organic among the ingredients, but everything else can be non-organic. Exactly. I think think it's like, if it's 70% something in there is organic, then it's, and if, you, if your company has the money to pay for that symbol, you're organic. Yeah, wow. And it's the, you know, it's but that's what um, that's what you're up against in this country. But I think, you know, I do believe there is hope, and hope is based on is what you've been saying, and what I've been saying on my show all these years. Just doing your own research, opening your eyes, open your mind. Don't be looking down all the time at your phone. Look up. Right. Look up. At, look up and see what's going on, because that's the key yeah, thing. Oh, go ahead. Right, and we we've got this wonderful internet. They haven't yeah. been able to shut that internet down. They can't. They're having a lot of trouble controlling the information. If you look at this Oregon thing, you know people are slipping in behind the scenes, having interviews. They're really having trouble controlling this information. Um, I oh, I also wanted to mention as we were going through. Uh, personalities or if we were going through uh sources of information if they if someone appears on mainstream media or they're giving a mainstream voice like an actor or something like that um their lifetime they're what I'm going to call lifetime actors they're playing a role and they're controlled and I don't care whether they say they're the biggest leader of the rebels and this if they're given a right. voice on mainstream media, 
and even to some extent the alternative media, uh, you've got to look at them as being lifetime actors. And if they're lifetime actors, you know, well, what what is their uh, what what is their their stake, and where who who do they work for? If they if they if they're in the movies, they make millions of dollars, and movies are, are simply a brainwashing thing. It's just like it's just like uh, TV. Um, so these people, the control system is not going. I'm not going to have loose cannons uh, uh, working no. for them as lifetime actors. They're, for heaven's sake, they want to. They, they, you have to remember this. They want to control everything all the time, and that's that's one of the reasons why they're going to lose. Because yeah, that's it. And because, you know, yeah, when you're a loose cannon, you're gone. And I'll give you an example that some of my yeah my listeners would know. A loose cannon was a comedian named Dave Chappelle. I don't know if you know him. Or I love Dave uh, Chappelle. Yeah, but he his show became very truthful. And next thing you know, he was off the air. Yeah. And he was accused of being insane. I mean, he went through a whole lot. And when yeah. he talks about that experience now, he says that he was not going to be manipulated and that the powers that be were trying to manipulate him to do certain things that he that were against his nature. I know. I, I I believe him. I don't know why. You know, and there's so many other folks like that who get out of there when they realize that they don't want to be manipulated. If they can, if they can, depends on how yeah. far. I think I think it's it's a little by little. I think they compromise you. This is how it work. You know, if you had won the election, they compromise you on this. You do a little bit of this, and then you cheat a little bit on this, and then. You know, you'll you'll make your first movie, and then they'll ask you, do you want to be in the $20 million club? Then you'll say, oh, yeah, I want to be. And then you'll, whatever you have to go through to, or sacrifice to to be in that particular club. And you get deeper and deeper until you you get addicted to the to fame, you get addicted to the fortune, right. and you can no longer get out. And, um, you know, and it's an uh, interesting thing, too, that we're not, we don't have enough time to talk about this, but you did mention talking about sacrifice and all, I want my mm-hmm. listeners to look at how many well-known people, celebrities, had something happen to a family member as they became famous, especially a child yes, in the family. And I, you know, there's a whole list of that. And it's fascinating. I just one time just spent some time looking at this. I said, God, I never realized that. But there's a pattern. You you make deals and you have to give up something. It's the old like um the fairy tale like what's that thing? Rumpelstiltskin? Give me your child uh-huh. or else it's the same thing. Yeah. It continues now. I, I I congratulate you on your research. That's exact that's exactly right. Um you can find somebody that's that's made a very high paid perfume commercial. And right before that perfume commercial, you find that uh, maybe their stepsister died, or they're uh, right. or they or they lost a baby, or something like that. Yeah, they it's a, uh, they're it's a pattern, yeah, and not a pattern in the 21st century. You can go back, and that's what fascinates oh, yes. me. I mean, you can go back, and I can tell, say the turn of the 19th century. <laughs> you know, where you right. can see these. People who were considered celebrities, and what would happen to someone that was close to them as they became more famous? 
Yeah, that exactly. Answer. But that's a story in itself. But, Paul, we have actually run out of time. The two hours of you is always, it's just amazing how we just run out of time. But tell folks how they can reach you. Again, you gave the information earlier, but give it again. Okay, well we have a we have a we have a channel on YouTube called Pinecone Utopia channel and it's got all our videos. We make uh world we do the world beyond belief. We used to do it every every week, but now we do it about every other week because we do interviews and we also make videos and they're all on that channel and we're nice and under the radar so we can say things straight out and up front and uh I like we don't have to that's, that's how I feel. There. Right. right. I don't like mincing words. Also, I wouldn't be on here if I had to mince my words. So. That's right. Uh, and also, we're, uh, we have a we have great, we've been putting a lot of time and effort into our blog, and it's uh, pinecoonutopia.wordpress.com. And uh, I'm trying to keep up with the Oregon situation, and there's a lot of other breaking news today, so... I spent actually most of my time uh, reading and putting stuff on that blog because there's a lot going out there, and you really need to be aware of the shills and the people who are going to be turning things. So I think this will be the year of exposing um, a lot of the shills because that's see that's their if, if they want to continue the mind control, they've really got to. Um, fill in where the mainstream media is going away. So right. they've got to be it controlling is. these things and so there's, there's there's just we're going to be showered with false prophets. Oh yeah, that, that's that's yeah. happening now and it's going to continue to happen. But Paul just thank you again and we'll have you back obviously we're going to have you back on again cuz people love to have you on. And I want to tell my listeners again, you know, well, one did call in, but um don't talk to me later on about, well, well, Paul said this, and I wanted to ask him. Don't, I'm not going to ask Paul. You have to ask. <laughs> you have to ask the questions. Don't, yeah, don't right. wait until later on. That's great. Yeah, write them down or something, because we'll, next time we'll we'll try to talk. Although things are moving so quickly. That's the thing. Um, that you can't even plan what what what'll, what'll, what our topics will be next time. No, we can't. But, Paul, just take care. Give my love to your, your significant other down there. And just uh, I wish you well and just much safety and much love. You take care, Paul. Oh, you take care. Bye-bye. All right. And, again, that was Paul Marco of the World Beyond Belief, and I hope you enjoyed that uh, discussion. I love having them all. As a lot of people love having Paul come on the show, and I'm going to – before we get out of here, I'm going to go back to K. Rhino because he had, you know, check him out. I say check out Paul Marco, but also check out, you know, this rapper, this hip hopper, K. Rhino. It's K hyphen R I N O. And I'm going to play, this is the Grand Deception, and it talks about what we've been talking about tonight. And so, again, I'm going to leave you with this, and this is Greg Rashid again with the Root and Root Show, going love and going peace. You can reach me on Facebook at Greg, G-R-E-G, last name Rashid, R-A-S-H-E-E-D. Go on Twitter, hashtag Unifix, U-N-I-F as in Frank, I-C-S as in Sam, hashtag Unifix. You can go on the 
blogtalkradio.com site and look for a Root and Root show and just leave your messages there. People have done on all those places. So go in love and go in peace. Give someone a hug and help someone in need. See you next time on the Root and Root show as we go out with K. Rhino, the Grand Deception. As we move forward, anytime you come closer to something, your vision should get clearer. Am I right? You are a tool in the hidden hand is using you. Please don't be delusional. The rulers of this world practice confusing you. The people and the priests and the imams have been jammed by government scams. Minds systematically programmed. Blatant black hatred and racism. The way they lace the whole world and nation with traces of Satanism. This place is a pagan prison. The founding fathers enslaving intentions were no different than Bush's and Reagan's vision. 1776, it took action. This Illuminati took form and was Born from a Colombian faction Just flip your one dollar bill over And if you want me to expose the true code of deception I will show you We live in a designed wicked system The number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism It represents transformation 12 completes the cycle So 13 is rebirth and regeneration The meanings of the symbol are strategically hid On the left side you see a 13-layered pyramid Over that sits the all-seeing eye with the light shine a sign of the devil watching over you at all times With the words Anna with Coeptus Thirteen letters meaning he has favored our undertakings Will you accept it? Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid you see Novus Ordo Seclorum Translated New Order of the World Or the New World Order Authors and Satanic Fathers of Mass Slaughter The eagle that you see on the right Sits below thirteen stars With a shield that has thirteen stripes And an olive branch in his claws with 13 leaps, which is supposed to be in his talent to represent peace. But peace was always on a decrease. His other claw holds 13 arrows of war set to be released. And the letters at the bottom of the pyramid are fixed with the Roman numerals that equal 1776. The United States of America exists and in the deep devilish abyss with truth and paganism mixed. Every president that ever lived was foul. They gather at Bohemian Grove where they bow down before the owl. See the owl is wise and sees through the darkness of night. And there's a small one on the dollar near the one on the top right. It ain't hard to understand this government was never for us. The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus. The 13 colonies who went to wicked sovereignty and made no apology for the obvious idolatry. Subconsciously, we followed the ways of the beast and pay homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week. Like Sunday, they worship the sun. Monday is moon day. Tear the God of war was worshipped on Tuesday. Odin, the chief god, is who Wednesday is named for. Thursday is Thursday, god of thunder, the mighty Thor. Friday was named after Frigga. Notice the pattern. Saturday is the Roman god of agriculture, Saturn. Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin. The polytheistic theologies needed 
be cold. The rituals, like trips across the sand, this man takes the skull and bones fraternity, the secret handshake, but understand, he receives only 33 degrees. He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities. Many powerful and rich people are controlled by these. They even hold the soul of several of your favorite MCs. Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns, and use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns. You don't feel it's any harm, cause you don't know what it entails. Satan tampers with stem cells and sprays chemtrails. The so-called holidays are hypocrisy, established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery. Christmas split in half is Christ's mass. The so-called birth of Jesus, where every home has glowing lights cast. Christ the anointed one, mass the birth celebration. But Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation. The king initiated a death plot, cause the Messiah was prophesied to rule, so Jesus' murder was authorized. No one knows the actual date. That's why sometimes you see X but X means unknown, but ignorance affects us. A fraud that was purposely flawed. December 25th, the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod. This whole disguise is part of Satan's universal wives. A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized. Traditions like lights on trees. Rooted in the Nazian council in 325 AD. By Constantine, these matters were decreed. The concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed with graven images in the temple. The fish on your cards called Onus, a Babylonian symbol, is visibly contradictory. Telling your children lies, you need to make them study Santa Claus's sick history. But yet we go wherever Satan leads us. The falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah. 